Hello listeners, it's Alec here. Just wanted to give a quick message before we start this week's episode. Uh, Really, it's just apologizing for the quality of my audio on my end. Um, I was traveling within California for for business, and so I, of course, forgot the microphone, so I had to use a built-in MacBook Air microphone. You'll probably notice a little difference, and I just wanted to be sorry that my voice doesn't sound as good as normal. Anyways, enjoy the show. Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of Beyond the Beats. My name is Alec Prieto and it's absolutely amazing to be here for episode 12. Samir, how are you doing over in New York? Dude, I'm I'm feeling good, man. I've had a really, really good day today. Uh, you know, just it's been a really busy day, but you know, getting a lot done and just really pumped that we got a chance that we're getting a chance to record our podcast right before the Game of Thrones premiere i mean man this is this is gonna be fun but dude i feel i feel good you know what i mean like i got a haircut you know i'm I'm pumped for the rest of the week you know we got a lot of great stuff to talk about on the show oh i need a haircut man i need a haircut i need to get one i'm I'm, I'm looking quite like the northern the northerners in uh game of thrones though so like a stock of winterfell a stock yeah that's exactly right that's what i'm trying to go for so you know i'm trying to convince my girlfriend that that's the look now i'm gonna have you know, just really grisly. Depending on how the season goes, I might go even more rough. Or, you know, it depends on, you know, how well uh, Jon Snow and the Starks are doing. So I love it, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I de- definitely identify more with, like, the Northerners because, um, you know, I'm actually trying to grow out my beard. Dude, you know, just kind of speaking of Game of Thrones, Alec, and this is, like, not on our show notes at all, but if you have never heard, like, the Kashmir remix of the Game of Thrones theme, you should definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. It's actually... It, it it slaps, dude. It's like a great, great big room remix of the Game of Thrones theme. And uh, I'll send you the link, dude. I'll send you the yeah, link. Yeah, no, sure. I, I think yeah. I have heard that before. Uh, didn't the Chainsmokers at Ultra do something with the I don't, I don't Game know, of man. Thrones? I thought they did as an intro. I might be mistaken. No, no. You definitely sure? not as an intro. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. I think I'm, yeah, I think I'm going to take you off on a wager on that. Really? I guarantee they did. Anyways, we should probably get into the actual show. Yeah, let's, let's get <laughs> to the show. Dude. But you know, we've got sure. lots. You know, got some new music for you today. Obviously, as everyone knows, this week is uh, Coachella. Really, for the next two weeks, I think majority of headlines are going to revolve around Coachella. So yeah. Uh, but you know, there, perhaps we can give you some news that might have fallen in between the cracks of the Coachella weekends. Uh, Dead Mouse's Cube 3.0 tour has got the relate uh, the dates released, which is awesome uh it's festival paradiso i don't know if you've heard of it but they're yeah. uh, surviving and doing really well and thriving which is great to see because unfortunately some smaller festivals have had to you know uh close shop will take the year off obviously we're going to coachella phoenix lights has happened time warp which i know that similar is really Huge. uh yeah it's gonna be unbelievable the shambhala lineup uh, I'll save the anti-player moment. You know, I won't give ruin what that <laughs> is. It's a good. I think it's a good one that people will be able to relate to this week. Uh, and then we've got our classics. The uh, what we're listening to. We've got the Kali and Yuki collab, which is great. And Chase and Status is back with to the drum and bass sound. Oh, this man. is awesome. I got really so really hyped for that. And then we've got two. You know, actually, well, the person that I will be covering for the Arsenal watching is a duo. They're fantastic, and I know that Samir's guy is also just as good. Uh, jumping right into it, then, man. Uh, we we were planning to talk about it last week, but we wanted to take a little bit more 
uh, time to to go into it and get our thoughts on it. But Jai Wolf's new album, The Cure to Loneliness. What what do you think about it? Alec, you know, I think that if you're a Jai Wolf fan, I think you're really going to like this album a lot. And uh, dude, don't get me wrong. There's some tracks on it, on it that are like absolutely beautiful. And I just, I think Jai Wolf does a really good job of kind of setting up an experience for people. And I think this album is an experience from beginning to end. Mm. Uh, I think that maybe for me, this album didn't truly resonate with me just because um, I, I'm not always in the mood to listen to something so kind of laid back and so pretty, I guess. Is that, I, I, maybe that's a good way to say it. Because uh, yeah. it is no, a very I, pretty album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a very pretty album. And I just, I think that a lot of people are going to really like this album a lot. But, you know, for me personally, I like to have a lot of variety. And so it's not something that is like I'm truly, truly stoked on. But I could definitely see fans of Jai Wolf or people who are like, I want to check out Jai Wolf sound. I could definitely see those people really liking this album a lot and uh, being pretty impressed with what he's able to do. And I heard yeah. this tour is amazing, dude. Mm. Like, if, if anything, I would go see the tour rather than, like, continually, continually listening to this album because I've seen videos of the tour and, and he's just absolutely killing it. He was just here in New York this uh, this past weekend. So, you know, I like my, my uh, Instagram feed is just buzzing with all these videos right now. Yeah, you know, it's I pretty much have the – I'm on the same page right there with you on this. You know, um, it's probably something I'd want to see live more than than anything i i know he was in san francisco or he's coming to san francisco for this i'm not entirely sure but um i probably won't be able to go see him but it's it's definitely something that i think would be better live because it's part yeah. more of an experience you know I, I don't know just for you know again it's like i'm very particular about my more chill type yeah of music. i know you are yeah yeah so but this is you know it, this is good it's just not something that i'm gonna have like on repeat in my car uh but Always definitely go check it out. You can find it in our show yeah. notes. And quick quick side note, we are big fans of Porter Robinson on the show, but I feel I feel the exact same way about Worlds. Like, mm. uh, you know, that album that that whole tour is based around. Yes. Like I, I like Worlds as an album, but I feel the same way, you know, when it comes to Jai Wolf's The Cure to Loneliness, uh, where okay. it's not something that I'm going to continuously continu- continuously listen to, but yeah. I'm totally, totally down to go see you know the world's live show which is why i'm actually going to be traveling 3000 miles in june of 2019 to go see it because it is a great show and uh it's just it just hits all the marks perfectly yeah no a very good point you know i i don't know i wouldn't put this on the same par as worlds but you know yeah. in, in terms of the album itself the music but i totally agree with you this is you know worlds is not going to be something i'm listening to alone it's it's really part of a story and a narrative for sure and, you dude. know part of the experience so that's uh it, yeah poor robin robinson fans understand they, they get yeah, it exactly. uh moving onwards you know we, we i feel like they've been putting out a lot of new music and they've been making Fire. some moves right oh my Bro-ho. god these guys you can't stop these guys man. I know, you got, man. You got three awesome. of them man <laughs> on, on the on the bro hug team you know dat 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 that's the name of the the new song here but again just another another fire track this uh this song was released on musical freedom records and it's just you know it it's fire i mean i just love what these bros are up to man i i just love everything that they put out they're putting the bro in house making a real bro house sound it's, For it's sure. really it's really it's it's funny because you know it's uh you know, as bro-ish as it may seem, I mean, the music's actually very good. It's not, it like is. It's, you know, it's not it annoying. Is. It's not like that, right? And I feel like a lot of people, when they would hear bro house, would assume it to be. But, you know, I, I'm not quite sure how familiar people are with, you know, be, you know, um, 
with, with bro hug, but they're def- they're very they're getting better is what I think in terms of live yeah, performances. Totally agreed. From the time that we see them, I remember what, when did we see them, Samir? We saw them uh, for the first time. We saw them at Avant. No, 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 I mean we saw them at Avant Gardner too. Remember? And they were oh, most awesome recently for Chami, right? Yeah, exactly. When we went to go see Chami, um, not not like this last time when when you were out here from San Francisco. Right. But uh, the time before that, at Avant Gardner in 2018. But even before that, dude, we saw them at Ultra, and yeah. before that, we saw them at um, Output. At Output, yeah, that was the first time I think we saw them. Yeah, and I feel like they've gotten better and better, you know, for sure. ever since, you know, and their and their releases have just been fire too. So, well yeah. done to those three guys. Uh, you, you've been particularly a fan of this next person, Oliver Heldens, Summer Lover, and this was uh, stray away from what he's been normally doing, right? I mean, I know that you probably... Yeah, I really like this, though. I I thought it was a good song. Totally, dude, totally. I mean, look, Oliver Heldens is just so, so freaking talented. Like, every single you know, project or sound that he touches, he always does a really, really good job with. And listeners, you know, if you listen to this podcast before, you guys would know that I'm not a huge fan of lyrics and songs, but <laughs> the lyrics in this song, Summer Love by Oliver Heldens featuring Devin and Nile Rogers, great, great track. It's just in time for the summer. Uh, I'm pretty sure he played this in his Ultra 2019 set, which is also absolute fire. I'm still listening to that. So Oliver Heldens, everything he touches is is just great and you know we definitely encourage you guys to check this song out and all the other songs that we're talking about in this section of the show it's going to be in our show notes uh which you can find in your podcast app or on your on our facebook page so definitely go check that out right there with you man i mean it's i think you kind of said it perfectly when you said it's just in time for summer that's exactly um what it is and yeah i really like the song I, i agree with you it's something that you know as i'm driving through the bay area with the sun and everything uh, for sure I'll, I'll throw on there so some good vibes and then finally you know we we really do have to talk about this song absolutely um the posthumous release of um one of the songs that will be on his upcoming album that i believe is set to be released in june it's avici featuring aloe black and the song is sos this this one for me was was tough to listen to yeah how about you yeah, I think it was tough for a lot of people to listen to, you know, including myself. And I know my girlfriend also had a hard time listening to this song and, you know, other people that I've been talking to as well. But, you know, I, I got to give it up, man. I mean, Aloe mm-hmm. Black sounds absolutely amazing in this song. I yep. feel like every time I listen to him on a track, he just always sounds good. And you know, not even just, you know, the wake, when he did Wake Me Up with Avicii, but he has, he has another song that I really, really like, really good vibes. It's called um, I'm the Man. It's a good, good song. Uh, yeah. A yeah, great way song. to yeah, like just song. start your day. Yeah, great song. And uh, Al Black, you know, on this track SOS was was great. Avicii, you know, of course his production very, very clean sounding. It wasn't a sound that I was actually necessarily expecting from him though. I felt like uh, it felt very tropical house ish, very Kygo esque. But mm-hmm. you know, Avicii has very, very clean production. And you know, part of uh, this this album and these singles being put out is listeners. You have to remember that. The album was about 70 to 80% done. We talked about this on the last episode of our podcast. And there are people who are working with Avicii, um, you know, after he had passed, who uh, were basically helping him and helping this album, you know, see the light of day and finish it up to get it to that 100% level. And so, you know, I, I did some research on this song because I was just curious to see, all right, Avicii worked on this song, Aloe Black worked on this song. What was left in the production of this song before Avicii passed away last year. And, uh, you know, from what I was reading, there are two producers, Christopher Fogelmark and Albin Nedler. And uh, they had confirmed that 
you know, prior to uh, that, after Tim's passing, they received the MIDI file for this song that had all the notes, you know, all the sounds ready to go. And all they had to do to finish this song up was to do the production on Aloe Black's vocals. So pretty much this whole song was done prior to the passing. And uh, wow. these guys had just helped to get this song finished from for Aloe Black's vocals. Wow. Yeah, yeah that, that would be interesting to see as well. What are the songs on the album that's coming up? You know, what, how, you know, how much of those songs were done, right? Is it going to be similar to this where yeah. the, the people are just cleaning it up or, yeah, no, it'll, it'll be really, really interesting. But, you know, I, I like the song. I'm not going to lie. I did like it. You know, I thought it was not something, as you said, I was expecting, but, you know, I, you can't be, it's just his ability to make an amazing melody yeah, dude. Um, it's just, it was just, it was nice, you know, obviously, look, I mean, it's not the, my favorite of, of his songs, but it's just, yeah. an, it's, a, I like the song a lot, you know, I really I do. I feel the same way. I like it a lot, you know, and I'm not just saying that, um, I genuinely like the yeah. song a lot, and I think you could just hear the, the quality of production. I like, I mean, this is definitely a song that I've listened to over and over again, yeah. too, so it's not like, you know, I'm just listening to this once, right. you know, passing my opinion on it, it's a song that I've listened to many, many times since it's been released, so yeah, it, it's a very catchy song, it's a very good, clean song as well. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Alright, man, well. Moving on, brother. Yes, we got, indeed. We got Dead Mouse, right? Dead Mouse, making moves, making hot headlines, you know, we had talked about this right before the ultra music festival had kicked off and it had kicked off uh you know festival season but dead mouse had premiered his cube 3.0 his brand new cube uh this is a stage setup that he brings to a lot of his shows and people just go absolutely nuts on it because it, it is actually very very impressive and from alec from what i was reading and from what i understand from the fans of dead mouse is that he actually does a lot of the programming for the lights and the graphics and the visuals for the tour, for, like, all his tours. Did you know that? Like, I had no idea this guy, like, from A to Z completes the whole package. No. I I, I knew he was technically... I didn't realize he was that involved, though. Huge, dude. Absolutely huge. I mean, he really, like, really goes all in, A to Z. The dude is very, very smart, very, very gifted, and his tracks are good, too. And now, you know, the Cube 3.0... This is the, his brand new cube, had premiered at Ultra 2019, and he's taking it on tour with him. I know for a fact that um, you know he's, he's bringing it to New York City because the first two shows for New York City had sold out, and they added a third show onto it, and that's going to be in 2020. So they're already selling tickets for a show that's in 2020, if you can wow. believe it. But I mean, Dead Mouse is that big, and and the Cube Tour is really that uh, that much anticipated as well. But you know, dude, he's coming to San Jose Civic Center, so he's coming towards your area. Red Rocks, um, you know, one of those nights for Red Rocks is already sold out. You know, he's coming to D.C., he's going to Minneapolis, Seattle. I mean, he's going to San Francisco as well, Boston. I mean, he's taking this this tour everywhere, dude, everywhere. Yeah, it looked from what I the, the brief peaks that I saw of the Cube, it looks great. I, I you know, this is definitely yeah, this is gonna be a huge deal for him because you know this is and as you said everybody and their and their brother is going to be going out to try see this so um yeah i'm really excited to see to see what you can bring you know um when's the last time that you saw him live by the way I think, yeah, dude, I uh, I actually saw him twice in one day. I saw him uh, when he was out here for Izu 2017 when he did the back-to-back with Eric Prids. But then he also did the closing party 
uh, for the festival. He did an after party uh, on the last day of Izu at Output, where I saw him again. Awesome. So yeah, it was it was it was a good night, dude. And he's good, man. He's really really good, and I love when he plays as test pilot because you know I'm a I'm a techno guy for sure. Um, I did want to say that we will probably be catching him at EDC Vegas as well. So I'm not like 100% sold on if I'm going to go to see Cube 3.0 when it comes out here to New York in 2020. Like, I feel like it's so hard to plan that far ahead. But, you know, for this tour, I guess you might have to. Uh, but, you know, depending on how I feel about his set at EDC Vegas, maybe I'll catch a, catch a show at, um, at uh, Avant Gardner here in Brooklyn in 2020. Totally agreed, man. Right with you. Uh, I was just actually about to say the same thing. You know, I want to see more of him uh, at EDC, just kind of get a feel for what the type of music that he'll he'll be playing will be, and then maybe make a decision. But yeah, it's going to be tough to to, to pull the 3.0, but you know, people definitely, if you haven't seen him before, definitely try and go out for it. It's going to be an experience no matter what, right? Like it's going to be a good experience. Without a doubt, dude. And speaking of EDC, real quick before we move on, Five weeks. That's it. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Dude. Five weeks until EDC. Let's get wow. pumped. I know, yeah, I'm excited. I can't believe it. It's it's just time is from It's creeping by. up, bro. It's unbelievable. It's creeping up. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of, of festivals, uh, I threw this in last minute into our show notes, Samir, but Paradiso uh, Music Festival in Washington. I wanted to give a shout out to these guys because they've been able to keep this festival, which is, you know, a, a smaller you know, lesser known festival in Washington uh, to just continue to its eighth year now. Um, and to be honest, I just feel like this is coming at a time where it's been hard for a lot of festivals that have started in the yeah. last five years or so to continue going um, or, or even 10 years, let's just say, you know, it's really kind of just the mammoth festivals keep going, but the smaller ones is harder to, and, but they're doing, doing something right. And they've got, boy, do they have a good, they have a good lineup. I mean, I'm, I'm this telling lineup you, is insane, dude. We definitely talked about crazy. this, I think earlier, like I in one did. of our previous And episodes. it's like yeah. the tickets are selling out. Like it's going to be a complete seller and they, it's going to be the fastest it's ever sold tickets and ever sold out. So dude, when you have names like Skrillex, Cascade, Alice in Wonderland, Illenium, what's so not, you know, you got Gammer. I mean, you 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 gotta you gotta have to expect it that it's gonna sell out, dude. This is absolutely nuts. Keys and crates coming live. Infected mushroom live. You know, IO will be there. I I mean, what really? I mean, yeah, maybe a little bit more house and techno, but like I, like we talked about before the show, no lineup is perfect. But this this is gonna sell out. A hundred percent. This is gonna sell out. Yeah, definitely. It's like if you're thinking about going, it's June fourteenth and fifteenth. Uh, definitely. Definitely go. You should. You should definitely go see it. And yeah. I also wanted to bring this up to me because the, there's a su- supporting actor in the lineup. I really, I, I don't know if he's going to continue doing it. Considered what happened, and we talked about it on the last show. But Getter is set to uh, play. Do you think yeah. what what's going to go on there? I'm surprised that. So it's your EDM uh, published this article a couple of days ago. I'm surprised they didn't comment on that. Uh, yeah. I, I wonder what's going to go on there. Is he going to just is he going to play? Is he going to do his visceral album? Is he going to go back to his old? Wait, what's going to go on? Do you think? I don't know. Yeah, dude, I I am uh, I I really don't know. Um, we'll we'll have to see, man. I, I I know he's really trying to take a break, and you know maybe to to play Paradiso is maybe a little bit too soon. I, I mean, you know, no one no one could really track and put a time frame as to like you know getting your own mind right you know making sure that mentally you are capable to get back out there if he chooses to get back out there onto the scene i i don't i don't know alec i really don't know the thing is is that paradiso hasn't said anything about get or not 
playing the show anymore, right? So right. we don't we don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna be there or not. Um, I feel like I, it'll be I a last minute thing if if he pulls out. It'll be more of a last minute uh, yeah. audio, I think. And and I agree with you. I really hope he does. Like he definitely needs to go out. I mean, not needs to obviously, but he it would it would be great because it's such a shame. I'd be so sad to see if he had to like you know yeah not play there just because of what's gone on like it's just so unfair and yeah so get to yeah. go out and play please like people do love you you got support for sure um you know for just, sure hopefully he's doing okay That's yeah all. yeah but uh all right on to the topic of the week in the next couple weeks arguably even the month coachella mm-hmm. first weekend and so at the time of the recording actually just is sunday uh with the third day third day still going on um you've got people like nightmare playing tonight he's even gonna be on the live stream just Seffelstein, by the way he's gonna be on the live stream nice man that's that's huge dude i feel like he wouldn't be the type of artist who would want to be on the live stream for a festival yeah i i don't know i mean he's gone he's working with mainstream artists now though so that's true that's you know and i think this show is going to be i'm incredibly i'm actually really interested to see what it's going to be because um I wonder, I can't remember what stage he's going to be on, but it's going to be interesting, the production and whether this, I, I'm just so interested to see how this whole album plays in. You know what I mean? I have no idea what he's going to play, what it's going to sound yeah, like, right? Absolutely. Like, how, is, is it, how is he going to create a set? I don't know. So yeah. that's very interesting. Um, I believe it's around the time of Game of Thrones, though. So oh, I don't know. All right. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I love I'm you. sorry, just that side, but, you know, Game We've got Winterfell yeah. to save here, so absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, dude, without a doubt. Oh man, uh, but dude, you know Coachella, Alec, you've been watching the live stream more than I have, right? So, you know, l- let's talk about what you've been seeing on in Coachella, man. I mean, w- what did you think of the live stream? And because I, I used to watch the live stream quite a bit over the past couple of years, just this weekend has really like truly gotten away from me, so haven't really gotten a chance to tune into it. But Alec, what have you been thinking, man? What, what are your thoughts on it? Oh, you know, well, quick clarification because I just saw uh, we probably will be able to swing seeing Decephal's time. It's, he's on at 11 p.m. Eastern time. So Ooh. I believe Game of Thrones is 9 p.m. and it's set yep. to run for about 55 minutes, right? Something like that. Yep. Maybe even longer. So might be able to catch him on the live stream. He's on uh, Channel 3 for anyone looking on YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm actually been really impressed. I think they've done a very good job with the live stream. Uh, it, it's kind of cool having three separate channels and the, and the third channel was is much more geared towards the electronic music mm-hmm. artists and then the first and second you know it kind of goes in between you have some bigger um you know edm more mainstream edm artists but it's a lot of the alternative bands on there and it's, they've done a really good job in terms of just you know uh orchestrating the whole thing and it's really neat to be able you know you get to see some of the people that you know uh that i would be interested in in seeing and I have to say, so far, the what blew me away, actually, was Billie Eilish on her real debut of a, of a, of a big-time festival stage. And she absolutely crushed this, you know, her performance. I mean, and, and, and as I said, like, I, I was tweeting out a little bit um, while watching it. I, I was really incredibly impressed. I mean, she's only 17 years old. And she just came out there and just, you know, just demanded the, she had complete control over the crowd. So you're a tough guy, like you're really rough guy, just can't get enough guy, just always a tough guy. On the bad time, make your mama laugh, 
Like, Dude, I, to be honest, awesome. I, I you should definitely watch Thanks to Me, but I've never heard a crowd so loud. Like it was really, it was, it was wow. like it hurt my ears with the volume of. I had like the speaker set up. It hurt my ears because they were just cheering, and she, and she held the attention of everybody the entire wow. time. Didn't do too much talking, and when she would, it would be kind of like after. But she always worked it into the next song, and so yeah. she was. It was amazing. The production was just done. It was done incredibly, and I know from just listening to her songs, she has an incredible sound design team. And Dude. it's just unbelievable behind it. And that. it just all came together. And this has got to go down as probably one of, you know, it's it's just an incredible show. And she just and she just nailed it. She was completely confident, you know, not one screw up. And she was seeing live on top of that. And it was unbelievable too. So incredible, incredible set. Seriously, like I could, she had this long intro. It was like a minute long intro. It was, it's, it's just as if an EDM artist was coming out. And when you hear it louder and you play it here over played of longer, big speakers, you can really hear, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say there's an electronic music influence. I'm not sure, but you can see this. I mean, this is very, you know, Zed's dead remix. You can see why, you know, artists can, could probably hopefully work with her in the future. Um, just because I feel like she would be really into it because she's into the, the interesting sound design and the production behind a song. And her and just her vocals on top of it is just so chilling that it could really work with, I think, a lot of great EDM artists. Anyhow, nice. you know, gush over that set enough. Like that was just I, it was just nice to see it was just nice to see somebody, you know, with the with the raw passion and just really deliver on it because I hate to break it and I'm sorry to a lot of people, but watching a lot of hip hop artists is just not fun to me to be honest yeah, you know yeah and it's just they don't sound as good right they don't sound as good and totally agreed it, there's not much passion but all, all of her the lyrics the songs they all mean something and you can see that so it was a true artist performance and i thought that was that was really good especially as someone that young to be able to come out and do yeah it was great yeah Huge, definitely dude. watch that I- I love that man. You know, I I didn't get a chance to uh watch her performance on the live stream, but that's that's awesome. I just love when you know, such young artists can just bring something that people who have been performing 10, 20, 30 years over her can't. You know what I mean? I mean, that right. just shows that this is this is like a great path for her. This is a great life for her. She's absolutely murdering it. And she's absolutely killing it on the charts too. And dude, I like her music too. You know, I was listening to it quite a bit as I was road tripping last weekend with my girlfriend. So like just really, really good stuff from Billie Eilish. And of course the Zed's Dead remix was was absolutely massive as well. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago on the show. So love that man. But you know, Alec, you were mentioning this to me before we started uh, you know, recording the podcast that you know, Coachella is leaning more and more with into the uh, electronic music scene. And, uh, dude, I love it. You know, they got some great stages for it. They got some great production for it. You know, like Diplo, for instance, he played a full house set, which was met with fantastic, fantastic reviews. People online are absolutely buzzing about it. You know, you got DJ Snake, you know, bringing out Cardi B, Cardi B Selena yeah. Gomez, Azuna to perform Taki Taki. I mean, that's absolutely massive. And then, obviously, you know, you got Nightmare closing down that one stage and also closing down the channel three live stream for Coachella. And of course, and unfortunately he will not be streamed according to the schedule, but we got Sirius D 
my man Eric Prids, who is playing tonight at Coachella. So I'm, just I'm interested why awesome. that's not streaming. Do you think that was because he wouldn't want to? Because he's definitely big enough to get the streaming over. I think you know. Yeah, I think he is big enough. I just don't know necessarily if his Series D alias is big enough, right? His techno alias. Yeah, um, but like, is some of these people larger though than they gave like a, a spot to? I don't know. Yeah. I, and I also think a, a big thing about Eric Pritz is that he is not a huge fan of live streams. Like, mm. you, it is very hard to find a set, um, you know, like a live stream set of his, like video set. You know, people I have. And, I haven't been able to. <laughs> there's only one that's currently on YouTube, and there was a one other one that I think was took down like last year. But uh, his Tomorrowland 2018 set is up on YouTube, and it's the full live stream. Really, really well done. Great production on the live stream from Tomorrowland, as usual. And also his Ultra 2014 live set, the video set, was also on YouTube as well, which is a banging, banging set. I think I have the file downloaded somewhere in my hard drive. So nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a collector of sorts. But uh, dude, you know, you had Nora and Pure on the live stream as well. Well, you know, Rufus de Soul, who absolutely smashed it, Gorgon City. Uh, you know, I just, I love to see Coachella leaning into the electronic music. I think it's great. You know, Virgil Abloh was also on there as well. Griffin, like we've already mentioned, Fortet. And then uh, Nina Craviz was also uh, at Coachella as well. And Bass Nectar was on the live stream on Channel One. So, dude, just great, great stuff all around from Coachella. I hope people are enjoying it. Yeah, and then you got to give a shout out to that uh, the do lab that they do right, which is much more. I mean, it really is. That's where a lot yeah. of the house uh, and techno, house baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that you know that would be maybe a thing that I would be that might push me if I wanted to go to Coachella. Yeah, was because I've heard that the DJs also. It's what's great is that they get really experimental on there because yeah. Yeah, and it's a very small intimate space and there's always kind of room and people just you know apparently when Diplo also went to the do lab and he just you know. He's really trying to get back into house now, which is yeah. nice to see. Yeah, the one thing I did hear about, though, like, you know, when we're speaking of intimate spaces like the Lab, you know, they get big names in there, right? They got Diplo, we just mentioned, who who wanted to go in there and, you know, play his set. But also that sometimes leads to having to stand in line to get into a stage. I don't know if you knew that, Alec, but sometimes people will queue up to get into a oh. stage. Yeah. Uh, and so. At Coachella, yeah, at Coachella, oh. um, and just because you can't stuff so many people into these stages, it'll be a fire hazard, you know. So oh, yeah, that's uh, my understanding. Of, that, oh, that's not. I don't like that. Then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because so, EDC has like, the art card. There's no lining up for that. Right, right. I mean, it's. It, I mean, the the do lab from the pictures that I've seen. It's not like you know a completely open area. Like there are like pillars, and you know, there's like it's kind of like a tent and and everything as well. But you know, I was reading on like r slash Eric Prids where people were talking like, okay, uh, what time should I queue up to get into that stage? Like how early should I get there so I don't have to queue up? Because there are sometimes some of these stages, uh, oh, yeah, you know, especially know like that. some of these more you know smaller enclosures where people have to wait in line to get in yeah i okay so never mind then i, probably, <laughs> I, I can't do that I, I, yeah. no, I refuse to um the other thing i wanted to comment on actually i thought was awesome if you see samir i forgot to mention this to you on fisher's instagram this the the video that he posted of him doing um he mashed i can't remember um with like operator chris lake he mashed yeah. it with uh, losing it
the video is insane. I mean, he had that. I mean, it was completely packed. It's unbelievable. I was shocked. I mean, Dude, there are so me many the people there. No, just, yeah, and you can go, I'll put it in the show notes too. It's on his Instagram and it, it just it pans around and he is just, there is no space whatsoever. And yeah. it, it, the crowd goes back out further than you can see, further than the stage. Wow. And it's like, he's just packed out the stage and it's like, wow. You know, like there's clearly a lot of people who, this song was so big. There's clearly people who would never go see a, a house or he's really more tech house than anything. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Go see a DJ like that, but he's able to, and the crowd like that had a good time too. So Dude, love good that. on him. Yeah, lo- absolutely love that, man. And uh, y- yeah, it's it's so crazy to think about Fisher's meteoric rise, you know, just to the very, very top of like the tech house, um, you know, game. It's it's just crazy. I mean, not only did he put out that absolute banging trap, you know, Fisher's losing it, but also at the same time, the dude has such a crazy stage appearance uh, stra- stage presence he has a crazy uh social media presence as well people love this guy you know he seems like a great person to party with so you know man great job fisher your brand is killing it and people love you know what you're doing and what you put out so just just keep going man just keep going it you are hella entertaining and your music is fun to listen to i will say that i'm getting really sick and tired of hearing <laughs> fisher's losing it uh like i feel like every artist that I, like i'm browsing and i'm like i'm looking into Every artist, I feel like, is is remixing Fisher's losing, and I'm just like, oh my god, please, please, enough, enough of this. Um, I know it's uh, yeah, it's a shame because the song is unbelievable, and yeah, yeah, as I've mentioned this before, but I saw it before he released it. I saw it live in Croatia, and yeah, I remember that man. Time, I I think I texted you actually because you were the one that told me to really go see him, and he was this beach party at this. uh, Actually, the the festival's coming out. Maybe I can. Maybe I'll mention the festival, actually. It's, it's coming up, so I probably will in one of the episodes. Yeah, it's that called sounds good, It's in Croatia. It's on an island called Pag. Um, and it's basically, there are these four or five different uh, nightclubs that are on a beach. But it's on an actual beach, and it's open air. And they've all got different vibes, so it's really neat. But there is this one beach party. It's like a separate beach area where Fisher came on and did it. They had like a little stage set up and it was like the middle of the day. And it was just awesome. And he dropped this song saying like, I've, you know, there's this new song that I'm releasing in like uh, a few months or something like that. Let me know what you guys think. And it was just awesome. And that's what I try to think of now when I hear losing it rather than yeah. like every single DJ under the sun playing it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, you know, just back to the main topic at hand here. Coachella just looks looks like a really really good time, and I uh, hope everyone's having a great time. You know, it's cool to see like the the venue and the stage set up, and you know, just people absolutely having a blast, and you know, getting dressed up. And dude, you know, Coachella is people have their own opinions on this. I certainly have my own opinion on this as well. But a big part of Coachella also is like the fashion scene for Coachella, mm, like music 100%. festival fashion. Yeah, it's it's really neat sometimes because like different brands will put out uh music festival collections and you know they'll reference coachella you know because i think coachella is like the mecca for music festival fashion so just really really neat stuff there and it's cool to see sometimes the outfits that people put together you know and again it could be a good thing or a bad thing there are definitely some cool parts to it and there are definitely some bad parts to it but we're not gonna we're not gonna divulge into that no definitely um yeah yeah so we'll see what weekend two has to for sure, there's, dude. Usual, there's always something interesting. I'll say that that yeah. goes on a Coachella. I'll Real quick, that. just so everybody knows, only weekend one is live streamed, not weekend two. 
Just keep that in mind. That's it. Yeah, that's, that kind of that kind of, I get it though. I mean, that kind of sucks. But absolutely, I, I just didn't want people to be like, "Oh, I'm pumped for weekend two live stream." You know, like because it it does. They don't live stream weekend two. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a shame. Uh, anyhow, so Samir, you picked this one out, and actually, I'll let you take more of the lead on this because I didn't really, I don't know too much about this. But tell me about Phoenix Lights Festival. Dude, you know, I love I love the West Coast. I really do. I think um <laughs> come out here. You guys, yeah, I that'd be awesome. I think you guys just get some really really fantastic lineups and just really really beautiful, nicely done festivals and Phoenix Lights had uh just happened literally I think uh this past weekend. And it just it looks like an absolutely great time and of course the lineup is great as well, you know. And you got a really nice range of artists too. I just want to point that out. You know, you got people like Big Gigantic you got Excision, you got Cascade, you got Whipped Cream, Artie, Dr. P was there. It's just, it's really, really neat to see San Holo, Grizz. And what's cool is, is that I follow this, this girl on Instagram and her name is Festy Bestie. And she's a really, really nice person as well. She's actually featured our podcast on her Instagram page as well. And it was oh, just nice. really fun. Yeah, she's really, really sweet. And uh, it's just really, really fun to like watch her uh, Instagram story because it just looks like a really, really good time. Like if anything, if I had to choose between like a festival I'm interested in checking out, I think like Shambhala is definitely one, but also Phoenix lights is one as well. And that's not something that was necessarily on my radar before, you know, and, and the vibes look like a look really, really fun as well. Everyone seems very, very friendly and there's just really neat art and uh, chill out areas to, to hang out in. So yeah, really, really good stuff. And, Phoenix Lights, you know, I hope you guys continue to come back year over year because people really seem to enjoy what you guys are doing. Yeah, that's that's great. I mean, that's yeah. awesome to see some, again, like, it's a, is it a smaller festival, kind of? You know, I it's think not... it's a smaller festival. I don't necessarily think that, you know, like, there are festivals in this world where people will travel to. I don't know if, like, Phoenix Lights draws in, like, a massive crowd from, like, all around the world, you know? Right. Like, I certainly wouldn't put it up against, like, I definitely want to put it up against like an EDC Vegas or like an Ultra, and I don't even know if I'd put it up against something like an Izu, which is like our big New York City tri-state area festival. Uh, but Phoenix you Lights, think, you think Izu is getting that big now, bro. It's it's our only New York City uh, EDM festival. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ever since like, EDC left, yeah, exactly. Ever since EDC New York 2016, that was the last year that happened. Uh, I mean, we the Izu is our only one, and I'm not complaining because Izu has been getting better year over year. And the lineup actually just dropped for Izu as well, which we'll talk about on the next episode because I definitely, definitely want to talk about it. Um, but, you know, Phoenix Lights, great, great, nice regional festival. And uh, I, I hope you guys continue to expand and just do bigger bigger and better things. You guys are on a great rise. There we go. Well, you yeah. heard it here. But, uh, Samir, another good topic for you to oh, talk yeah. about. Uh, yeah, let's dive into it, my man. I know you've been oh, absolutely buzzing. Baby to talk about this. Alec, we, we talked about this on our introductory episode for the podcast, and listeners, if you guys haven't checked that out, that's totally fine. I'll give you a quick rundown as to why Time Warp, it's a massive techno festival. I'll give you a big reason why Time Warp holds so close to my heart is because, you know, in 2015, I saw, like, this trailer video for Time Warp New York City. Time Warp is a really big festival in Germany and uh, just draws an absolutely massive techno lineup. They just celebrated 25 years, so congratulations to them. And, you know, the videos and the sets looked absolutely amazing. Some people will say that Time Warp caters more to, like, those who are fans of big room techno. 
But, you know, if you're into techno, if you're into this sort of techno, you know, you got the likes of Adam Bayer, you got Pan Pot on there as well. You got Amelia Lenz, Charlotte DeWitt, I believe, was there as well. So if you like that sound, if you like that kind of techno, this is the place for you to go. Uh, but Time Warp New York City has just been announced again. It's back. I'm very, very excited because I, like I was saying before, I had seen this trailer video for Time Warp 2015. I literally saw it like that day for, of the last day that it was happening. Never heard of it before, but it looked super, super sick. I was never a big techno music fan. I just didn't get it. But I watched the video. I was like, all right, you know what? And I was in this period of growth where I was just trying to try new and exciting things. So I was like, all right, this is it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. I'm just going to buy a ticket. So I asked people if they wanted to go. They said, no, whatever. Lena and I, everybody's into techno. It's not a big deal. And this is actually the first time I also went to a concert by myself. So I found somebody on Facebook who was selling the last day of Time Warp New York City, their ticket. I you know, got their wristband. I took the train into New York City, took the subway deep into Brooklyn, and I went up to the festival by myself, and it was awesome. It was so, so sick. Time Warp New York City had two rooms, you know, one which was called The Cave and another one for like their harder pounding techno, which is where I spent a lot of my time. We saw the likes of Len Faki, Joseph Capriati, and of course Chris Liebing, which is when I fell in love with techno. I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. It was my first warehouse rave, my first techno rave, and also my first rave solo. It was absolutely amazing. Unfortunately, Time Warp was plagued by some issues uh, you know, in 2015 and also in 2014 as well, where the venues that they had secured where uh, basically the neighborhoods were like, no, we don't want this here. Get this out of here. And then they quickly, last minute, had to switch venues. And uh, they were able to pull it off, thankfully, but there's always that level of uncertainty and unease for people because, uh, you know, from people that I met and from what I was reading online, people traveled to Time Warp. So, like, they were hoping that, you know, if Time Warp got canceled, like, their trip didn't go to waste. Luckily, it happened, but it never came back. And it took a little bit of a hiatus, and now it was just announced that 2019 Time Warp is returning to Brooklyn, and I'm Woo. very stoked. It'll happen in November, and I will definitely, definitely be there. Dude, that is, yeah, you know, since you, you've really gotten me more into techno, I kind of yeah, dude, I'm so pumped that. on that, man. Yeah, I love that. No, I mean, you know, getting me more. It's kind of there's just a lot of good techno and, and, and tech house too. A lot of good yeah. out in the Bay Area. There's a lot of um really great for that but yeah man it's like hearing you talk about my shit i really wish i could uh oh maybe we'll we'll see uh yeah i I was telling you like you know if you want to experience like a true techno warehouse rave i think i've told you this before it's definitely time warp for sure you know it's it's just it's so dark it's so gritty but the production is very very well done i've actually posted a video of time warp 2015 on our instagram page for uh for the podcast and that's uh, at btb.pod so listeners definitely go check that out but Dude, it's the talent is insane, and it's just so great to have something like this here in New York. But I definitely want to go check out the Germany version uh, version of it as well. I heard it's a really, really good time. For sure, awesome. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think the uh, last thing that we'll, we'll probably quickly go over, as uh, we don't want to spend too much time, but this is this is again huge. It's a it's something that I personally would love to go see, but Shambhala. Yeah have just dropped their lineup. Have you, is this on your radar as a festival to go to, Samir? Huge. Oh my God, Alec. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And uh, I, you know what re- really cemented it for me was I saw like a video of Rez playing a Shambhala from like, 2018. <laughs> I know what you're talking think, about. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Bro, yeah. how sick did that production look, man? It looked absolutely Unbelievable. insane. Unbelievable. It just, yeah, it just looked, it just, it's a cool vibe too. You know, yeah. like that's the thing as well. 
yeah, I, I'm definitely looking at that as, at some point. But the but the lineup, you know, it looks great. I love seeing here in the in the big letters on their lineup. They've got anti up, which is Hell Chris yeah. Lake and Chris Lorenzo. Hell it's yeah, it's gonna be so much fun to go see. Chasing status, right? They're doing a, a DJ set, right? So, oh well, there you go. If you're a fan of drum and bass, definitely go see that. They're you know this is probably gonna be timing around when they release the album. Uh, that they have upcoming, which is back to the jungle drum bass route. So definitely yes, go see sir. that. Excision, uh, Jaws, Ganja, White Knight, Cascade, Zed's Dead, Zoo, Nero doing a DJ set. What a huge there! I mean, I, I could go on and on. Annie Luno, there's there's so many people here that would be awesome to go see. Uh, the people I'm just kind of looking through to see if there's anyone. Uh, have you ever heard of a guy called Truth? By the way. I don't- I don't think so, man. Okay, so tell, tell me uh, about him. Yeah, so Truth is kind of like this. It's much more of an old school dubstep, but with a, a a trap type of vibe added to it. I'd say I compare him most closely to Peekaboo. But having said that, he his releases are, are rather different from one another, and I've never heard him mix. So this would be a really interesting thing. I've actually never yeah. seen him on a, on a lineup like this before. So definitely, that's someone to check out um as for i mean everyone else is just you know just looks like a fantastic place to go so yeah, yeah absolutely man. It, man it's it's pretty pretty crazy stuff so tickets are on sale you know they they start at 450 dollars canadian canadian uh for general admission which i believe translate to about 400 us dollars but uh that also includes uh camping as well so that's not bad yeah. that's really yeah. not a, that's actually a good deal really yeah. think about it compared to other festivals that's not bad is it I mean, dude, it includes your lodging right there. So That's and nice. free parking as well. So your car already has a place to park as well. And usually, like parking passes can be like sixty to one hundred dollars. And then, like you know, if you add t- uh, you know tent camping as well, that could be like another one hundred fifty to two hundred dollars right there. You don't have to pay for a hotel. So yeah, for four hundred about four hundred US dollars, that's pretty good. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Go Love check it out if you can. Uh, and then the quick shout out to we've got coming up. Next week, it's going to be Aki. Uh, I'm really excited to, to, yeah, me too. to chat with her, man. Like This is going to be great. For those of you that haven't listened to our previous podcast episodes, we saw her open for Charmy on his, um, uh, his ghost, oh, tour. Got, ghost tour. That's right. I was about yep. to say the Great Northern, but that's the place in San Francisco where he played. Uh, we, yeah. saw, we saw him in New York and pleasantly were surprised by Aki. We just stumbled across her and she opened for him. So I can't wait yeah. to chat with her. Me too, dude. I'm very, very excited. She's really, really nice, and uh, she's got a really great story as well about her career. So, yeah, we're we're pumped to have you on the show, Aki. And listeners definitely take a you know keep a listen for that. And we have a couple more artist spotlight that we're also working on as well. We're excited to bring that to you. But, brother, let's let, let's let's uh let's get into it, my man. You ready Indeed. for this? Whew. All right. It's time the for the anti plur moment. Hell yeah, dude. Oof, all right. Well, I think I have something that everybody can relate to here. And it's whether you're at a nightclub, whether you're at a festival, but people, what are you doing in those bathrooms that are making it just absolutely a just, well, to be perfectly honest, a shit show, because it usually is, let's be real here. Uh, it, it's just disgusting. So it, it is so punny, but it's so funny and true. It's just, 
God, like, you know, it's when everyone has this, right? You just don't want to go to the bathroom, especially at festivals with those porta parties, because you don't want to go partially because you don't want to miss the music, but also partially because you have to deal with this, you know, I mean, just a horrible, yeah. <laughs> like, disgusting area. And I feel so bad for girls, but it's like, it just made me realize it's like people just really kind of suck with that type of stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, people really suck. Like, they, you know, you don't do that. It's like, there's the argument saying, you know, people are really screwed up. But if you're, you know, at your own house and you come back, you know, inebriated, you're not shitting all over the floor. For sure. And like, you know, like, I, just take care of it. Just don't be like, you know, sure, this is way smell, whatever, whatever, that's fine. But just when you just see the disgusting nature of some of these porta potties and, and in nightclubs too, just like, it's just like, what are people doing? They're going in there and throwing shit about and like, I, I don't know. But it's just, it just really grinds my gears, particularly because, you know, one, it's not a nice experience for other people. And two, yeah. I know that there's some poor, you know, souls that have to clean up after it. And it's just, it's just like, I just wish that it was just done better for, you know, at least do it for each other, you know, but I don't think this is something that was ever going to change. I just thought it would be something that people no, dude. to. And it, it I definitely, mostly definitely bad for girls, change. to be perfectly honest. Like I feel mostly bad for girls. Um, yeah. I don't know how to yeah. deal with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listeners, you guys, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you definitely have an interest in like EDM shows and EDM festivals as well. And, you know, you, you know, and I'm sure there are many people who try to avoid it, but sometimes you just can't, right? Sometimes you just can't avoid it. So you'll use like the the restroom and the toilet facilities that are available to you. But, and I mean, I think everybody can agree that sometimes you just wonder what people are doing in here. And look, I'm not talking about like porta potties because obviously you can't flush any of that, right? It, it doesn't flush and I get that, right? But when you go into a club bathroom, flush it just flush the damn toilet like i don't know why i have to see like everything that the last guy and the guy before me and the guy before me did in there like why do i have to walk into that why can't you just flush the damn toilet that's all i'm asking for just, and we'll just keep it in the toilet too How about just that? just keep it in the toilet right like why why is there urine all over the seat how did that get there how did that get there i'm just i'm putting it in in, in point blank terms how did the urine get there all right <laughs> Just, just, it, just stream it right into the toilet, into the bowl. Everything will be all good, and the next person will be forever thankful for that. Um, but you know, one thing that that um, that I've seen people do, you know, both men and women, is that they'll bring like wet wipes, or they'll bring like you know, just like those wipes, self cleaning, cleansing wipes, or whatever. Great idea. So, listeners, if you've never been to a festival before or anything of the sort, toilet paper does run out. It happens very, very often. And it's so funny because, like, sometimes you'll see people, like, walk in to the porta potty and then they'll come right back out and be like, does anybody have toilet paper? Anybody have toilet paper at all? And usually there's, like, that one very well-prepared person who's, like, willing to help other people out. So, hey, shout out to you if you're that person. Yeah, yeah um, that, that is Just in that general, so too, great. if you help people out, just in general. With oh, type of things. Just shout hell out yeah, to you. dude. You guys are the people that make festivals awesome. Hell yeah, hell yeah, totally agreed. Um, but just if we all do our part... If we all do our part, the world would be a cleaner, cleaner place. I heard this. I want to really quickly give this rhyme that I once read while I was, you know, using the restroom. And it's just stuck in my head for like the past 10, 15 years. It's, uh, it goes, if you sprinkle while you twinkle, be neat and wipe the seat. That's it. That's all you got to know. 
Interesting. Okay. You like that? Yeah, it's good, right? It's, it's catchy, dude. It's, it's pretty catchy. Yeah, it's not something I'll probably repeat, but sure. It's all right. <laughs> Alec, you know what, man? I, w- next time I see you going to, to a uh, port oh, pie, I'll be no, like, Alec, oh, Alec, hey, <laughs> if you sprinkle while you twinkle, and then you're going to say, oh, be neat oh. and wipe the seat, please. Uh, there you go. I, no, I will not do a call response with you <laughs> yeah. on that, okay? This is not some musical element to go to the fucking bathroom. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not adding that. Hey, we'll hey, see hey. what happens. Oh, we'll see. Lord. Oh, Right. Oh, but well, listeners, that's what's uh, that's what's on our minds these days. This week for the um, <laughs> for the Adzipler moment. Um, but really, really exciting stuff here. We're gonna switch our gears. We're gonna go right into it. The what are we listening to section? Absolutely massive selections this week for the what are we listening to section. Alec, I mean, what did you think, man? Who, who like who are you buzzing about right now? So you know, I was really buzzing when I saw. We'll go with these uh, again, like Akali and Yuki. They came together for the song uh, Jundo, uh, which was released as part of a compilation. I don't know if you noticed that, Samir. It's part of a compilation of uh, um, Big Beats, Big Beats compilation. For the first one in 2019, it had a bunch of different artists on it, uh, yeah. and this was just a, this was a great song. I thought they did a very good job with it. This is a collab. That works very well together. And it's actually something where you hear both of their influences kind of going on at the same time. I love collaborations where that happens. Yeah. uh, This wasn't one where it's like one drop was more one person and then the other. You can hear they really work together on this because in the background, Akali's got the kind of, I don't know how to describe it. You know when he puts in those like, I I just want to hear how he would describe it. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, there's like little, little... Um, Japanese-ish type yeah. of like you know I don't know it just makes me think of a rainforest I don't know nice why. I love but that but it does it gives me that vibe I don't know but it's it's great I, 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 I like the song a lot you know it, it's definitely a banger and I saw him actually tweet out saying that since he's released a few bangers in a row he's going to be releasing some more chill melodic songs oh interesting uh, now I saw him tweet that out for his upcoming he's got an album he's clearly going to be releasing some point in the future yeah. so excited to see that what, what about this to me how what do you uh what do you think of this guy of this uh, song Dude, i mean i just i love i love this guy i love him uh, i i just want to like i want to i want to pinch his cheeks and i just want to like i just want to like, <laughs> oh my god just want to give him the biggest hug because like every single what? time this man <laughs> pinch his cheeks hold on i, I don't know why he's just he just looks like such a lovable character you know, I, I don't know what it is. yeah kali that's right <laughs> I love this song, Jundo, spelled J-U-N-D-O by Kali and Yuki. And Alec, you know, you're absolutely right. You hit the nail on the head, dude. Anytime you have a collab, you want equal representation of, you know, all the parties involved in this song. And I think we got it. I think we really, really got it here on this track, Jundo. I love when it drops. It's just, yeah, it's that it's those Asian elements. It's that very, yeah. very low-key sound. And then you got Yuki bringing in like his signature. Or whatever it is in the background. Exactly, dude. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, I, could see, I could see this song dropping and people just absolutely losing their fucking minds because I know I lost my mind when I heard it. 
Yeah, exactly. No, perfect, man. I, I still don't yeah. know why this makes you want to pinch Akali's cheek. I don't. I just. I'm so. I'm so happy. Like every single time this guy puts <laughs> out an absolute banger. Man, I, cheek out. It's like a child. He's not a child. I, I don't know. He just look. I, I mean, we follow him on Instagram job, and Twitter. Boy, well Dude, we follow him on Instagram and Twitter, and he just looks like such a lovable person. I don't know why. I just. I want to. I want to give him a huge hug, dude. I just like. Oh love him. god! Um, well, Akali, you got some, uh, some. Ad- you got an admirer here for sure, dude, and not Jeez. in a weird way. But yeah, I love That's you. So, Akali, um, uh, just great job on this track. And dude, we mentioned uh, for our other track for the "What Are We Listening To" section, we mentioned Chase and Status when we were talking about the Shambhala lineup, but. Listeners, you know, we I don't think we've given it enough DNB. I don't think we've given enough attention to DNB on this show, but let's give it up right here for this track program by Chase and Status. Alec, you read something interesting about Chase and Status, like returning to their roots, right? Yeah, so this is for anyone that has uh, that knows the world of DNB, you, you will have heard the name Chase and Status before. I mean, they are just absolutely massive in this jungle slash D&B scene. Uh, but they, they they haven't really, this is something they haven't really been doing much of re, uh, recently. I, I think this is going to be, I think 15 years that they've been making music for now. Yeah. And, you know, Chase and Stace really brought drum and bass much more into the limelight, into the spotlight uh, as, a, as a genre where people were really listening to, but much more in a mainstream way. It was always a big part of uh, the electronic music culture in Britain, you know, going up and it's spread to Europe. And now it's starting to come a little bit more over to the US, but it's taken a while and um, a long while, actually. But Chase and Stace has, funnily enough, most recently have not really been doing their typical jungle sound. But this is just a, this is just classic them. And it's, but it's classic, but, you know, it's not relying necessarily on, you know, people remembering back to the days where they were playing like this. This is a great song in of itself and on its own. I, I absolutely love this song, man. Like this is just a this is an absolute banger of a track. And they've Huge. also released a music video, by the way. Uh, oh, nice! Clueless. I didn't watch it, but that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a really neat uh, music video. Very simple, kind of just getting to the root of it. It's just like let's just get rowdy type of thing, and I love it. Absolutely, love absolutely. It. Yeah, great. Alec, song. I mean, just. Using the term rowdy is just perfect because yeah, this this song program yeah, exactly by Chase State is yeah, it it definitely wants to you know get you hyped up, get you rowdy, man. And you know the guy who does the vocals on it, Ira, uh, I think that's how you say it, I R A H, Ira, just he sounds great on this track as well. Like, I, and listeners, I never really was like much of a DMB guy until I went to Creamfields, and you know, obviously Creamfields is in the UK, and in the UK, uh, DMB is huge. So you know, the people that I met at Creamfields. They were like, you have to come check out some DMB with us, and so I did. Like, I saw like Andy C. I yeah, saw um, Andy C. Yeah, I saw S A S A S. And dude, <laughs> I'm, I mean, yeah, I mean, DMB drum and bass is such a good time live, you know. It's, and it's, I'm not usually so... no, sorry, go on, finish. I was yeah. just gonna say, I'm not usually a huge fan of like the MC. You know mm. what I mean? I'm not usually a huge fan of like people talking over music, but for some reason, having an MC and a good MC it has to be a good MC. Having a good MC on uh, drum and bass just yeah, it just makes the experience so much better man you i guess i'm so on the same wavelength i was just that's why i was interjecting i was just about to say that yeah it's like it's for me it's the only place where the mc actually works properly yeah and it really yeah. is part of the show that gives it that jungle vibe they have that you know the the, the hype man it works and because it keeps it fast paced and then like they'll sometimes i know sas uh sasas um they use you know they, they use their hype men a lot 
and there's a lot of like they almost rap on top of it you know so yeah. it's pretty cool when they start you know um spitting out lyrics and stuff like that and it's just adding to that kind of like let's get rowdy like constant it's, it's yeah it's, it's where you're constantly moving right you see exactly. how people dance and it's a very different way actually i think from a lot of different electronic music to how people dance but people are constantly moving right yeah. like it's something where you don't stop moving at all and i think that's really kind of cool and it gives it a certain energy uh to the crowd right is it yeah tell, tell, tell us a little bit more quickly very quickly on your on your thoughts of drum and bass and seeing it live because i think that'd be interesting for listeners who have heard of drum and bass but never really went totally. to go see it live totally yeah so real quick listeners i mean you know like i mentioned i was at creamfields and that was the first time i experienced drum and bass live but alec you put it absolutely perfectly dude people are non-stop moving because there's just so much hype there's you know there's a lot of speed to drum and bass as well and you know when you ha- when you see other people moving, it makes you want to continuously move as well. And Alec, you're right; it's not like a normal kind of EDM, like a techno house or like no. a big room jumping up and down kind of kind of movement. People are like really like moving their whole bodies; like they're kind of yeah, like wiggling is, to yeah. the music, for yeah. lack of a better term. So yeah, Alec, hundred percent with you on that, man. It's 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 pretty amazing, actually. It is a very different. It's a different. I don't just thought about this, but it really is quite a different almost way of dancing because it's yeah. your whole body is just like you're almost vibrating it with for the drum sure on the beat because yeah. it's so fast you can't like you know and then you see some people like break out and then they're able to like shuffle that quickly but yeah um it's yeah it's it's a great time definitely go see it uh if you're going to Shambhala, please 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 go see them it'll be interesting to see as a uh a dj set because they're also they do a live um show which is pretty awesome too yeah. so they have the percussion there but yeah. uh all right well, well yeah let's get Let's get right into uh, rating these. And for listeners, for those of you guys who don't know, we have a rating scale here at Beyond the Beats. You know, returning listeners, you guys already know this part, so feel free to skip ahead a little bit. And uh, new listeners, welcome. We have a unique rating scale here here on Beyond the Beats, and it's it's levels one through five. And level one is you know the lowest level that we usually give out give to tracks, and level five is the highest. So starting from level one, we call it one listen. It's basically where Alec and I will pick up a piece of music. And we'll talk about it, you know, but that's probably going to be the only time that we really listen to this piece. And, you know, we're encouraging you guys to at least give the track one listen. Level two is called background noise, and it's pretty self-explanatory. But, you know, if a song comes on in the background, you're not going to really make much of an effort to change it. You know, you don't really care if it's there. You might be doing other things and it's whatever. It's just it's there in the background to keep you company. Level three is what we call turn it up. It's when a song comes on and it propels you to grab the volume knob and crank it up, blast it out loud. And level four is what we call just bought tickets. It's when you hear a piece of music and it propels you to want to, uh, you know, look up the tour dates for an artist that you were listening to and try to find out when they're coming to your city next because you just got to hear them live. You just got to hear more. At level five is speechless it's when you hear a piece of music and it's just you and the tune and that's all that matters everything else fades away so just to reiterate real quick level one is one listen level two is background noise level three is turn it up level four is just bought tickets and level five is speechless alec what did you think of akali and yuki's jundo what did you think I'm going to give it a Just Bought Tickets, a level four. Nice. Um, you know, this was a very, very solid track. You know, again, for people that have listened to previous episodes, they'll know that I am quite stingy with the Speechless. Um, and this was a great song, but it wasn't a Speechless level. It's a song that makes me really want to go see Akali again. And also, I would like to see Yuki. I've actually yeah. not seen 
Yuki live before. So that would be interesting to go see. Maybe even like a back-to-back would be quite cool. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny that you mentioned Yuki because we've talked about Akali before on the show and, uh, you know, we've given him a Just Bought tickets, I believe, uh, on the show as well. But got to give it up to Yuki as well. You know, when Yuki first came out to the scene, I was like, yeah, this guy's got a got a great sound. And then I think he kind of fell off for me a little bit, yeah. right? Agreed. But I think he's he's picking it right back up. He's changing up his style. He's he's putting out unique stuff. And Akali is great also at putting out something unique and new every single time he releases a track. And uh, Akali and Yuki putting together this song, Jundo, which is in our show notes, by the way, listeners, so definitely go check that out. Um, this is a Just Bought Tickets for me. Very easily a Just Bought Tickets. These guys absolutely smashed it, and I really hope I hear this track live because it's a banger. Yeah, you know, they, they, they exactly agreed. And just kind of, I, I feel the same way with you in terms of Yuki. I feel like the both of them uh, kind of fell off a bit, you know, um, but they, they've, they've really kind of turned around their, um, their production a bit and kind of getting back to their, their roots, their basics. Uh, totally but yeah, awesome. So Chase's status program, to me, I'll let you go take first ones on this one. Uh, yeah. What are you going to give it? Yeah, so... Oh man, this is this is really hard. I'm like I'm like trying to really think through think think this through right now. I think I, I'm not gonna give two ratings because that's not fair. But you know, with the knowledge that I have of DMB now, right? With with experiencing it live and seeing it live, I think I'm gonna give this a uh, a turn it up. I'm gonna give this a turn it up. It's a great great track. You know what I mean? Chase and Status are legends in the in the drum and bass scene, and the guy who did the vocals on this song, he's also really really good as well. I think. As a total drum and bass track, program is very, very polished. And Turn It Up is a great rating as well because this song is smashing. You know what I mean? Mm. But I just don't think that this is enough for me to want to say I need to go and buy tickets to go see Chase and Status on their own, right? On their own if they're in my town. I'm not, I don't know yet if I'm going to be like... Really? But yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be like, oh, I need to buy tickets to go see Chase and Status. Because, wow, I'm like, surprised. When, yeah, you know, but like at a festival, I would definitely give priority to Chase and Status, you know what I mean? Because I'm already there, I'm already seeing other artists as well, and uh, I know what DMB is like now. I know what it's like live, and I loved it. I really did enjoy it. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, that, that's my rating for program. Uh, it's a it's a little bit, it's like a little bit different from how I normally think through these ratings that we mm-hmm. do here on the show. But uh, that's that's how I'm feeling about uh, program by Chase and Status. Alec, what'd you think? Well, I'm also gonna give it a um gonna go with a level four and we'll go with just bought tickets nice. you know, I, I, i've seen jason status before um you know and i i also saw them again at hideout the, the, the dj set he did um but yeah this is i i love the return like this just got me really hyped for that album and you know it's all going to be like this because the album is actually called return to like the roman numerals yeah uh, jungle so that's going to be, I believe that's the upcoming album name. So I'm really excited to see this. And yeah, I, that's if awesome. they're touring with us, I'm definitely going to go see them. So come to San Francisco, you know, as unlikely as it is, come to San Francisco right. if you can. Those are very solid choices for this section, very. man. I, I just love, love the diversity. And, um, you know, I just love that we got a chance to talk about some DMB in there. Completely, completely agree, man. But um, Samir, why don't you kick us off with the artist that you're watching this week and uh, you sent me this over before i had a workout and this was this really fueled my workout i love fuck it. yeah dude i love to hear that that's awesome i'm so hyped and uh 
Listeners, this is our favorite section of the show here, the artists that we're watching where we're spotlighting new up-and-coming artists that you probably have never heard of, but we're going to tell you about it right here, right now. So I'm watching this guy. His name is Mercy. I have no idea where this guy is from. He's relatively unknown. He On Instagram, he has 1,500 followers. On SoundCloud, he has 650 followers. On Spotify, he has about 800 monthly listeners. So the guy really is relatively unknown and i think his biggest song is probably 24s so that's spelled 20 underscore fours but the song that i am going to show you guys today is called get busy shake that thing miss can i can i shake that thing miss i know better shake that thing you might recognize the lyrics from Sean Paul. And first of all, I love the original of this song. And so when this song just popped up in my SoundCloud, you know, I was just kind of letting songs play through my SoundCloud. I was super jazzed from what I was hearing from this guy, Mercy. Listeners, take a listen. This song is called Get Busy from Mercy. the Sean Paul vocals on top yeah. of the way that just it works so well and I, I love yeah. it yeah this is great man what a great find yeah and dude you know the thing is like his SoundCloud also I think it only has like four tracks on it but every single song that he has on his SoundCloud is very 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 good so he has a song called Deep Inside as well so listeners definitely go check that out like I wish I could just play all these songs for you but unfortunately we don't have the time on the podcast to do that but you can easily easily find all the tracks that we're listening to and a link to this guy's socials mercy uh in our show notes or on our facebook page but yeah that that's my guy alec who who do you got for us man so i've actually got a really interesting uh it's a duo from calgary and nice i the last couple weeks i went with people who are a little bit more established and mainstream you know and i decided to go to the opposite and really try dive underground and i came across with great you know pleasant surprise this the duo cold wall uh spelled you know cold and war together as one word though and they on their instagram they've got you know around three thousand followers but like no posts so i'm assuming maybe it was an individual account that they turned into it because i'm looking and on their facebook page you know it was only created in june june 3rd 2018 so these guys are unknown yeah relatively new guys relatively new people um but you look they've only got on their twitter they've got 34 followers you know i mean it's these people are like pretty damn new, but the stuff that they've put out on their SoundCloud though, my Lord, I, it's, I, these, yeah. I'm really, really into these guys because it's got such an eclectic feel to it. So on their SoundCloud, they have about 2,100 followers, but their songs have been racking up plays real quick. They did a, what they call a corruption for flumes insane. That got about 16,000 uh, plays. And then the song that I'm going to go with, is a what they call corruption which i believe is their way of saying a flip yeah that's uh, awesome of yeah i love that too right of um i, I don't even know this r-y-z-y i don't know who I that know is that. uh yep. yeah rizzy maybe uh r-y-z-y or rizzy nothing the cold war corruption take a listen and i'll give my thoughts after it's i love this
dude. I uh, I just love the drop on this song, man. I just I love how they like they're constantly keeping it interesting, constantly keep it keeping it refreshing, you know. Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah, these guys absolutely smashed it with this remix or or corruption as as they call it. And uh, dude, I'm very pumped to check out more music from these guys because I I can definitely see like big name DJs dropping their tracks in their sets. Because it's uh, I this is the first I haven't heard many other artists do what they're kind of doing right now, yeah, which is same here. blending mid tempo with future bass in yeah. in such a seamless and awesome way. Like you know. If you just listen to every drop, it's slightly different, and there's a blend yeah. of the mid-tempo vibe with, um, you know, future bass, and all of their, their either their corruptions, and they also have a, a quite a few originals too. I mean, one of their originals, Risen, has gotten over sixty thousand hits on SoundCloud. So nice. It, it's it's just a matter of time before these, you know, guys get some more traction with stuff, you know. And I said, as I, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head. There's a, I'm sure there's a bunch of people bunch of djs who will support them because these tracks and these flips are just awesome yeah uh i'm very excited about these guys like i think it's just neat to hear someone who has much more of a you know it's a pretty unique sound i think in a way um so i'll be excited to see what what they do with it and i think they're coming in at the perfect time because this is a big big time for for mid-tempo i know we we've focused a lot of it yeah, on it at in the show so far, and that's not necessarily just because we are fans of mid tempo more than anything, but just because there's so much going on right now in that totally. underground mid tempo underground bass scene. So shout out to Cold Wall from Calgary. Uh, can't wait to see what you do for the rest of 2019. Totally agreed, man. Yeah, great, great find, and really just a overall just solid episode and just a great release yeah. for some new music and just really really fun things happening right now in the edm scene and you know we're getting deeper and deeper into festival season bro you know we got edc vegas in five weeks you know after that we got second sky festival i'm going to be attending izu as well at the end of the summer and just you know there's so many events happening you know in between so very very exciting man and uh listeners we're gonna get we're gonna keep you guys up to date on all this stuff uh, here on the podcast so definitely you know follow us and and subscribe and feel free to leave us a rating but you know the biggest thing you guys can do to just help our show out share it with a friend you know if you know somebody that enjoys edm and um you think our podcast is good then feel free to share with your friends that really means a lot to us and it goes a very very long way but we talked about a lot of stuff in this episode and you can easily easily find that all that information and a link to all our social networks in our show notes which hopefully your podcast app supports that but if it doesn't easily found in our facebook page as well just search for beyond the beats we're going to come right up yeah perfect love it thank you guys for tuning in absolutely we'll see you guys next week for episode 13 see you soon